Hello everyone, I am Brennan Sahajan and I tend bar at Washington State's best beer bar, the Manitou Tap House. I decided to make a podcast because the regular customers who come in are the most eclectic group of people I have ever met, and I want all of you to know the perspective and stories from the people from my bar. Today's guest is a woman pioneering her own trail in life. She plays by her own rules and won't let anyone get in her way. A lover of the outdoors and management in the wonderful world of retail. It was my pleasure to interview Amy Dyer. And we are live. Um, First thing that I want to say is thank you for doing this and I appreciate your time. And I know that time is valuable, so that actually is very meaningful to me. Thank you. Of course, of course. And we will jump into the questions since I just went over them with you. <laughs> the first one is, who are you and what led you to be that person? Um, so, <clears throat> I, for me, like, I'm going to tell you I'm just me. Um, and what led me to be the Miss Amy Lynn Dyer that I am. Um, and most people probably describe me as independent, strong, and uh, crazy. Probably was another good term, good adjective for me. Um, I think what led me to be who I am today is, we talked a lot about this, like just how I grew up and how I literally was white trash and had nothing and had to make it to be where I'm at today. Uh, And seeing my mother get beaten, my father beat my brother and myself, um... several of my family members died from cirrhosis of the liver like I knew that I wasn't going to do that and several people yeah Uh, so two of my uncles maybe three of my uncles now and now my dad's sister just passed away of cirrhosis of the liver and my dad passed away of cirrhosis my grandfather passed away of cirrhosis oh so (laughs) I watch what I drink um but Actually, my dad passed away because of um, all the pills he was taking. So he was um, in Vietnam, got sick, and so between alcohol and my uncle that was a doctor prescribing him things he shouldn't be prescribed, he passed away. Uh, So with all of those life events, I told myself um, I would never do that, and Seeing how unhappy so many people are in my life, I told myself I would always wanted to be happy, no matter what. So, I. How's that going for you? Uh, it's a struggle. <laughs> Every day is a struggle. So we we were just talking about how um, I want to move, and so I moved from I lived in Spokane. How like four years ago now? Right. Is that what it was? I don't. Yeah, I think so. Because I lived maybe three and a half, four. It's been four years. <laughs> Holy shit, four years. Um, so I moved from Spokane back to Portland. Um, I moved away from Portland because I broke up with my, my cat's dad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I moved away from Portland and then I moved to Walla Walla, um, broke up with a guy I was dating in Walla Walla, moved away from him. And now I just quote unquote broke up with somebody. And so I think that's another reason I want to move and change and find something different, be happy, be a part of something that I like to do. I don't know. I Which just, is? 
what do I like to do? Um, so I love hiking and camping and doing anything outside. So um, actually, I was just thinking about buying like a tiny house so I could throw all my shit in it and um, again, just be out in the middle of nowhere and with my tent and just be one with nature. And I, I would love that if I didn't have any responsibilities whatsoever. That is what would make my life amazing. I can totally relate to that. Maybe one it's day. It's actually kind of a goal of mine, like specifically the tiny house thing. They're, they're super cheap. They're only like $52,000. Oh, yeah. I know. And, and you, you can get them designed. Like, I mean, there's, there's so many cool designs. Yeah. <clears throat> I know. And then just throw all your shit in there and you can leave it whenever you wanted to. And you'd be fine. You don't have to worry about it. You could lug it with you wherever. Mm -hmm. um, my friend and I were just talking about taking one to Europe. You're like, we could just take it with us to Europe. Take it with us wherever we want to go. And I was like, that would be amazing. But we both have two cats, so we would have a problem with four cats. And a tiny ass. That definitely would be a problem. Um, <laughs> well, all right. I think that... I don't, I, I don't know if that's sufficient, but that was, that was a pretty good answer. What uh, else makes me me? I don't know. I'm kind of crazy. I don't have a family, really, so they all live really far away. So it's me. Uh, so the independent part, you got to... Do everything on your own. <clears throat> I think we've had some of those talks mm -hmm. at the bar, probably, I'm sure. I'm sure. I've had plenty of those talks with bartenders. I, I like to sleep with a lot of bartenders, actually. That's why I keep moving. <laughs> yeah, that's dangerous. The one bartender down from my house, holy fuck. My martinis now cost me $16. What kind of martini cost you $16? The kind that you no longer sleep with the bartender, so now he's like, let me just charge you for that full price. Wow, that's a bummer. Um, okay. Well, um, so I, but where, I mean, how'd you end up doing what you're doing? Like what, because if you love the outdoors and things, how did you get to be in retail? Retail. Yeah. Uh, so when I was 16, uh, like I said, my family was white trash. Like my mom my dad had been separated. I think my dad was passed already. My dad passed when I was really young. So my dad was gone out of picture. Um, my mom worked full time. And uh, my grandfather, who at this time was an alcoholic, was raising us. So when I turned 15 or 16, uh, my first job was at Burger King because I had to have a job to have a cell phone at the time, right? And you couldn't have a car without a job at the time. Um, and... Like if I wanted to do anything, I had to be able to afford it myself. Uh, so I got a job at Burger King, and I got a job at Target, and that was like my first job like I loved, and I never left. So I went to school for communications and um, got offered a position as an assistant store manager, um, making more than what I would ever make in any kind of communications field, um, and so. I stayed there and with JCPenney and they moved me to Kennewick and I was with Penny's for eight years or something like that, yeah, eight years and then uh, just never left and so now I'm, I'm at that stage like do I love what I do or do I, I'm just, it's your career because you've done it for 20 years now and 
how do you change what you've done for 20 years and learn something new and still be able to afford your lifestyle? Hmm. All right. Yeah, no, I, I completely get it. I, I understand the existential crisis. (laughs) (laughs) I, I kind of feel like that I'm going through something similar right now. Um, right on. So, let's go on to the next question then. Ready. And the next question is um, not so much about life but death and what is worth dying for or does any, any cause hold enough weight to die for? You've asked every single person I've listened to on your podcast this question. Like you said, you ask them all this question. Yeah. Um, and so... On my three-mile walks I do every day when I listen to your podcast, um, I have to think about this, and like. So you've gotten some perspective from some other people. You're so you were <laughs> you're more ready for this than a lot of other people have been. Yes, but but I I think I have to, like. Almost everyone answers differently though. Yes, they've all been. I've only yeah, <clears throat> uh, they've all been. I struggle. So my, do I care about other people? That's my question. And I'm like, (laughs) right? Like people I don't know. Oh no, I get it. And so, and I feel like, yes, I should. And so then that comes into all different kinds of diseases and like war, blah, blah, right? But then I think about like, is anything worth dying for for me? And I'm going to be, I'm going to say no. For me, I don't, right now, there is nothing that I would say is worth dying for for me. Um, and I know. No, I think that is awesome. You're the first person that's really said that, and you're being honest. And, and that's I, cool. I think for me it's because I, <clears throat> I've built my life, and it's not like it was ever easy, and I know no one's life is ever easy, and I get it, you all start from somewhere different. But I started from a trailer park, and then I lived in a, the police station for three weeks every other month until I turned 12. And then I lived on my grandfather's couch until I turned 18 and I was kicked out. And it was good luck. Um, and some people don't have that fortune, aren't fortunate enough to have a roof over their heads, but everyone has the ability to do something no matter where you are in the world. You can do something for yourself. It's not everyone has to give me something, and I get it. Sometimes you need help. We all do. We're human beings, but no, I wouldn't die for anyone else. Maybe if I have a husband. So if you're saying no, <laughs> no, no one else. Well, that's awesome. No, I I appreciate that answer a lot, um, because I know it's a really hard question, and I. And I've said on other podcasts too, like, my kids definitely are something that I would die for. But I just say that because that's kind of like what a dad is supposed to say. But they're also your children too, right? And I I love them unconditionally. I get get it. But it's like, I sure hope that I would. I think that's the real truth. Right. Um, Because I also know that I'm very selfish. And... um, but I can't, I mean, I just can't imagine ever being in this situation. Like, I feel like I would, I would 
jump out in front of a bus and push my kids out of the way. So. Mm-hmm. Or like the situation that just happened on the coast where the dad was holding both his little girl and his son, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and they all three of them got pushed out into the undercurrent, and they couldn't find one of the children. Oh, gosh. I so, didn't hear about that. And so for me, like if, I, if that was me, I would rather me pass away than my child, right? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but I just, I don't like I. Why would you put yourself in that place? Then I think to myself, you know. And he didn't know. Like, there's all different kinds. Of, sure. Like, just yeah. I. Maybe that's why I won't have children. I can't. And I also think about the other thing to think about is, do you want to? It's not like this world is amazing and everything is love, right? There's, we're so fucked up even in our everyday lives like how often do people spend on their how long do you spend on your phone a day you know and that social interaction that's no longer there or even just the general love for other people isn't there and just if children like raising your little snout like what is the world going to be like in 30 years yeah well I, I can't imagine because it seems like technology is progressing exponentially so someone was just telling me there's robots that you can pay to sleep with so if you needed pleasure you could just buy a robot oh yeah i had no like like, then you don't need that intimacy with another person whatsoever have you not watched black mirror no i don't watch tv oh at all oh well that's awesome i watched wingman is it or i don't even know yesterday because it was on the truck drivers Okay. Well, yes, there are things like that. I, gosh, I, what did I hear? I don't know. I heard something similar, too. I heard that, like, there's cities around the world that are opening brothels, and it's legal because Mm -hmm. they're sex dolls. But they're not. So people don't even need that intimacy anymore. so weird. And, like, that, but that's what I crave because I don't have that from anyone, right? And I have, Mm -hmm. I don't have that, like, that family from anyone or that person that cares and so to see that people are choosing that life wow yeah like aggravates me because you could have it it's so easy to have and I just wouldn't choose what I do every day to be someone else's life Hmm. it's not it's hard yeah well well that wasn't your question though no 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 I the best part about all this is like going on tangents um but that's that is an awesome thing to thought think about um well i think it's also a very good uh, transition into the next question so what is your inspiration where does it come from um it comes just from I, i want to be happy i want to be happy in every single thing i do and if I'm not happy, I'm going to make a, a change. Something will change. And I I won't allow myself to not be happy. And that's why I got a divorce the first time was I was no longer happy. He wasn't happy. And yes, I understand I made that commitment and those vows. And I said that I would do this under God and for the rest of my life. But at some point when you can't make it ha- yourself happy and you he. he one of you decides to go find that somewhere else, why are you continuing to fight it for 
however long and just be content. And there are so many people that are just content in their relationship and say I'm comfortable and I don't know what else is out there and change is scary. And I would rather change and figure out something that might be better than continue to just be content and unhappy. Hmm. So what is happiness to you? I mean, what does that even look like? Because that's a... Right. Obviously, it's the ubiquitous thing. Right, exactly. Um, and <clears throat> I struggle with that for myself, too, because I... Every day I have to tell myself that it's... Like, that, like, I'm going to have a good day, right? Every day you have to tell that to yourself, especially after reading my horoscope every day. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great idea. Horoscopes, go go with those. Yeah, no, don't do it. Don't do it. But anyways, and so um, some days are harder than others, just like every other person. And for me, I sometimes think having a family and having those people around you that care about you and that will essentially do anything for you, right? Um, I want because I want that feeling. But then, do I really want that? Because I haven't had that in so long. Do I really know what that feels like anymore? And I'm just aiming for this made-up life that I call happy, maybe? Yeah, the white picket fence. The, right. Yeah, I mean, is that is that a real thing? Does that really exist? Or is that something that we were just culturally told that it was a thing? Right, exactly. And so then I think about as long as I try and fight for it every day, by the time I die, at least every day I've fought to be either happier or that feeling of happiness. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, all right. Well, um... You had no idea. Well, I, I just... I, I've heard, I mean, I've heard a lot of people say that. I've been taught that a lot, but I don't, I don't know if I, I personally even believe that happiness is like a real thing. I think it's just a fleeting So are you just uh, chemical reaction in your brain. I think that happiness and, and joy are way different things, and I think being, being joyful doesn't really have to do with happiness. Just comes along from other experiences and wisdom along the way. I think. I agree. But, um, but that's I don't... all. That's why. I, I don't know. I and I, I'm not. I don't want to rain on your parade. No, no, no. You're fine. You're all. you're I, fine. <clears throat> I think we're all entitled to our opinion. So we are. Most so you don't have to agree with me. Yeah. No. I and I'm not even saying that I don't agree with you. Like. I I wish that. For myself, I wish that like happiness was something that I, I I truly believed was attainable and that I I could go for it. But I think at least for me, I, I want to try until I die. And every woman in my family has died when they're about sixty, so it's pretty young. <laughs> I don't have that, that long. It's pretty young. So we'll see. It's getting close. Uh, it's not for like my mother. My mother, who happens to have cirrhosis of the liver, so. Wow. Hey, cheers. Um, <laughs> do you? <laughs> okay. Do you feel in control of your life? 
I feel like I control some things, um, but overall, no. Uh, in going back to um, my horoscope and that entire, all of that philosophy, uh, a few months ago, I went and got my palm read, right? No kidding. And I've always wanted to do that. Have you done that before? That was my first time. My friend and I, when we were in East Wenatchee, <coughs> we went and got our palms read. And um, so my palm was first. And they ask, do you have any questions that you want answered or anything that you want to know about life? And I was like, you know what? I just want to know what my palm says. <laughs> like, I, I was like, I, just tell me what it says, right? And so he looks at it and he tells me that I have a one-way path and it's already chosen for me. Right? And that I'm going to live a short life and we already knew that, right? And I'm not going to have any children. He said that. Yes. And you could tell. You could tell by your palm. And then he read my cards, my tarot cards. He said you were going to live a short life and not have any children. Yes. You can tell by your palm how many children you're going to have. No. Amy, you can't. Yes, you can't. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, I don't... I mean, do I believe it? I don't know. I don't know if I believe all of the, like, how long how I'm going to have a life, or how long my life will be, or if I'm not going to have any kids, because I could have had kids, like, you know, like, so all of those things are things that, um, don't matter. The one thing I took out of the entire reading... Well, then he read the cards. Let's hear about the cards. Keep going with it, because this, this is really interesting to me, because I want to do it, but I, I, I just, I don't believe it at all, and I want... I want to like go in and try to trick them or something like change the way that I look and what I'm wearing and stuff like that. I don't think he looked at the way I looked because I mean it was raining. We looked, I mean I guess I was with my friend and we were having fun and it was a good time and I don't know. I don't think you can trick them, but you can give them a question. So give them a question that's already answered in your life and see if they answer it the right way. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like that would be a good one. Um, but, so he told me, he, you get to pick from how many cards they want to draw, I guess. And I don't remember, I think I, I have like 16 or something like that. And they flip all the cards over, um, or you, they deal all the cards, and he reads to you what each card is, and where it is on the table or wherever you put it, depends on what it is. So it could be the past, present, or future. Okay. And, um... So, like, my tarot cards, there were a lot of knives or swords, and so that meant something depending on where it was. And swords were throughout my entire life, and so that meant, like, I was going to have, like, a fight in my entire life. And um, then that there's, like, my life is set, that, okay, I'll have different pathways, but no matter what I choose, it's already set. Um, and, and that isn't the case for everyone? No. no, so I'll tell you what he said to me and then what he said to my friend. Okay. Um, and then he said that there's some in my life that's troubling me that um, I need to either, I, I need to understand why they are that way and create so sort of relationship. Is, yeah. And right, and like because I didn't have a general question to say this is, like tell me about my future career or tell me about where mm -hmm. my, my love life <clears> is and right, I didn't have that. He was a lot more general with actually both of us. Um, and then told me that I'm not going to have any kids and that my family looks like I'll have multiple spouses and I've already been married once. Mm. Um, and then 
I don't remember. So that, like, the gist of it. The gist of it I got was my life is chosen. I have this path. And then my friend, <clears throat> hers was, I wish I would have taken a picture so you could have seen the differences, but I just have mine. Um, she's got this well of opportunity and um, all of these choices that she has to choose from, and she'll keep choosing the wrong one. Um, until she has this burst of emotional energy and um, she'll be in this relationship that um, is overwhelmingly what she wanted and be overly joyful and decide one day that she doesn't want it anymore. Yeah. Like, so hers was totally different, but she ended up like being in happy and loving life and with some, a, a different spouse that, sexually aroused her because currently she wasn't and um so she had choices always and I didn't have any choices and that's what I took out of it that like my life was supposed to be set but like I said do I have control of my life and so for me I don't I, I do but I don't right because I don't I have a, a path yeah. Brennan. So you actually believe? I don't that? know. <laughs> I don't know if I believe it. I don't know if I don't. I don't know if it's all full of shit. I can't decide because isn't so. Did you ask him where he's getting his insight from? That's just what the card. Because each card means something. So what? What so, if? What if it was shuffled differently and different cards were pulled? So then it could. But. What would that meant if different cards were pulled, right? Like, they weren't pulled at that moment. I think you should have gone back the next day <laughs> and seen if you got the same cards and response. Hmm. Maybe dress would, differently? Wouldn't you want to not even dress differently? Or like but know if there's... Ask for a different person or something. Because well, there was only one psychic there. Oh. It's not... No. Like you should go, there's some in town here, you should go and, <laughs> and totally compare. I, I don't know, I mean, I, I'm just very, I question everything, so I, I... I should go, and then it could be like a follow-up. I'll <clears throat> take pictures of both and see. And see if it's totally different or if it's exactly the same. And if, it ex if it's exactly the same, that would be creepy as shit. Would you believe... If it was like the same cards with all the swords and stuff, and the person said the same thing, I it it would kind of creep me out. Probably that I I don't know if I could. Maybe I'm not going because I don't know if I'd want to know. Like if it was the exact same thing, what does that mean for? Then that just means that yeah okay. Now I have to really think about what was said because. Okay, sure. Well, uh, let's say I do. My path is chosen for me. Um, that makes, that makes me then start thinking about other things like who chose this path for me? Mm -hmm. What is, what is the thing that is con in, in control of my path? Um, and does that mean that I can just do whatever I want and it doesn't matter? But like, so, but doing whatever you want, you're making choices, right? right? So like when you compare it to my friends who had all of these choices... Like, I essentially had no choices, but I had a path, so it's the same exact thing. It is the same exact thing. Yeah, and that's that's what I think. I feel like they know how to word things just to, to make you think it sounds like something 
tangible. Mm-hmm. Because, because, like, if, and actually, that's a very good point. If you, if you read yours and you read hers, and you could just say, you know, that kind of is the same exact thing as mine, right? Like, so you get all these choices and stuff. I don't get choices, but it's not like I don't have a choice every single second of my life. So I really do have choices, but my path is chosen. Hey, maybe yours is chosen too, but you just have all these choices and you happen to choose the way that the path was been chosen, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah, so it's all, like I said, it's hooey. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. No, I really want to do it though, just because I believe in spiritual things 100%. And it would be really cool if somehow there was some authenticity in palmistry but I don't think I don't think it is I, yeah I don't I don't think there is but it's I interesting just, but it's so interesting that they know how to say things that are dif- seemingly different but it's actually the same thing and everybody you could just say the same thing to everybody and rotate through your little spiel for every single person and it would be it would mean something to all of them right and I'm sure each card means something if you ask a certain question it could mean whatever yeah right but Twisted. if you went to this other palm tarot card reader and they drew the same cards as that other one, that would be so scary. I don't... That would be scary. That would be so scary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, yeah. That would be a horror movie. Um, it probably is. Well, so, so you... Uh, I mean, you're talking about astrology, tarot cards, palmistry and stuff. You believe that that is how your what your life is being controlled by? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, so that's just something that, um, growing up was something that my family would has been into, and so really? every, every day, I, my mother would read us our horoscope. Um, and so I I know I remember that from. So you know about people's signs and what signs mean and stuff. Um, I knew a lot more when I was younger. I, I'm, my mom is a lot into that, and my family is, but I'm not. So I, I could tell you a little, but I mean, I look at my horoscope every day now, and sometimes I'm like, what in the heck are you even talking about? Mm-hmm. And just, who cares if I can relate to a tourist today in the air or something like that? Like, Are you a tourist? No, I'm a Gemini, but so oh. they can, pay, like, you can have better relationships with other people on other days. So do you have like split personalities? I do as a Gemini. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I, when I was younger I did. Now I, I don't know if I do. Sometimes. I mean, who knows? I'm a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, well, the second part of the question you haven't really answered. Um, since you said that you don't feel that you're totally in control of your life, well, what holds you down? <clears throat> My path is chosen for it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think first for me is an obligation to my family. And um, even though I have no relationship with them, they're still your family, right? So... I, I mean, I'm not in your situation, so I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, my brother's still my brother, so 
and my sister is still my sister, and my mom is still my mom, and um, she's the person who gave birth to me, and it's not like she's ever done anything wrong to me, so I feel obligated to her emotionally, financially. Um, Do you keep in touch with them? Uh, no, actually, I mean, I talk to my mom maybe once every few months, and my sister once a every year or so, and then my brother um, more so recently. Uh, but also more so recently, they've been trying to keep in touch with me probably since the holidays, so two months. Hmm. Um, and they just found out my address because they couldn't get a hold of me one night, called the police. So I sent the police to my store because they didn't know my address. So more recently, I've been having to just because of need. Hmm. All right. Um, <clears throat> So I don't know. I think like they like those relationships you have with people control you a little. And for me, relationships and having that connection with someone um, is rare. So for me, I don't. I control those, I guess, in my life, but um, that ultimately control me, right? Uh, I don't know other things that would control me to feel like I'm not in control of my life. Does that make sense? Kind of. Kind of, yeah. Like, because do I feel in control? What does it mean? What does it mean to you to be in control of your life? We have this conversation already. I want I because I want to be happy. So wouldn't being in control being happy me being happy? I would think. I don't know. I, I'm not saying that I have the answer. I just want to know what you think right. about control in your life. Sometimes. Sometimes I don't. I don't. You control some things. Like I can control the relationships I have and the relationships I don't have. Mm -hmm. That then control me, right? And my choices. Obviously, financially, that is a controllable that I'm in control of. Um, but I guess I'm not, I guess I'm in control. I don't, Brennan. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't, mean, I didn't even twist anything around. You're just answering your question. Yeah. That I've answered a thousand times or 12 times on your, on your podcasts when I'm walking. Oh, um, well. I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I think that those are awesome answers. And I think that we should go on to the next question. What do you think? Sure. All right. Um, the next question is... Oh, jeez. What is it? <laughs> it, it? I think it's the... Have you done it? Yes, it is. Um, what have you done that is truly wrong? Or can something be truly wrong? And obviously, you don't have to say something that right. would put you in a compromising position. I, but, you know. I, I haven't done anything that would. So. Okay. Oh, well. So, do I think anything is truly wrong? I think people have ill intentions or the wrong intentions. So, I guess 
The answer is yes. Um, okay. Because I feel like sometimes people do something that is truly wrong. Like, I, I mean, I think to murder somebody isn't is truly wrong. You should not do that for and and I get there's multiple reasons why someone would do something, but if it's just like I've seen so many times, I don't care who you are, I'm just gonna shoot you. Growing up in Chicago and um having gangs around you. So I think that is. Um have I done anything that's truly wrong? Uh, see that's where that truly the truly part of your truly wrong is uh questionable to some, right? Because um, I can think of two times where I've done something that somebody that would have a different view would think would be truly wrong, where I think it's probably just morally wrong. So you don't think that right and wrong has to do with morality? No, I think it does, but I, I think... But you differentiate the two? Yes. Okay. So you need to elaborate on uh, that. Okay. So <clears throat> when I guess so when you think of something that's right, so tell me why you I guess for me I don't think I, I need to elaborate. So tell me why you want me to elaborate morally right and wrong versus just regular right and wrong. Because I don't know what regular right and wrong means. Is that because someone told you that it was right and wrong and then it becomes right or wrong? Or I guess is so. There, Isn't that part of culture? Because our cultures all tell us what was right and wrong, and that's our philosophy. I do think that a lot of people think that way, but I also think that we, as human beings, have the ability to think beyond our cultural um, indoctrination. Correct. And... and but even in... I think it's a very, you know, it's an age-old question whether or not we have an innate sense that something is right or wrong, um, to like physically harm another human being for no other reason than to cause them harm, is that like an, an innate thing that because they're a human and you're a human, you have to automatically have a mutual respect for humanity? I don't know. I think that more people than not would say yes, that is true, and that is an innate human thing. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I I actually, my dad just gave me this relatively recently gave me this book called um, "What We Can't Not Know." Oh, okay. And I I tried to read it, and it is totally biased, and and it's and it's not like really compelling evidence saying that there's these certain things that naturally everybody believes are right and wrong. The way that he words it in, in the book is that that is the case, but it's just like, actually, dude, you just can't see beyond your own perspective, apparently, because there are other people that think differently. And um, I think I talked about this with someone on the last podcast, or, or I don't know, a few ago, um, about when, because you, you were talking about murder, and okay, just to shoot anybody, but what if, what if the government tells you that these people are the people that you're supposed to shoot? You don't know anything about them. 
you don't know who they are and aren't they just people and aren't they in the same situation where their government has told them that they need to do so why is that not wrong to kill them um, is that in is that an innate thing or is that like because our culture has told us that we, there's this authority that tells us something that all of a sudden it's not wrong anymore I, I don't think that that's true and I think that morality comes from honestly from like a higher power something that is in in control of everything whatever you term you want to put on it um, I think that because of this thing that is in control it has like an idea of how things are supposed to go and when it doesn't go that way that is the deciding factor obviously that can't be proven or anything and philosophers have been arguing about that forever but right. i think that, that is the but to why there's a morality is directly it morality is the definition of right and wrong i think okay I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's true. That's just the way that I think. But I don't know what regular right and wrong is. So that's what I wanted to elaborate right. And on. I think, and, and so when I think about morality, and I feel like we've already talked about this, Brennan, but when I th We have? Have we? <laughs> Good. Go, go, go. Okay, so... Regular right and wrong has nothing to do when I think morality are all of those cultural perspectives, and then when you think of regular right and wrong, it's what I think is right and wrong, not what you think is right and wrong, right? We grew so that's up perception, right? Okay, and and that's just I guess how I totally yeah okay so like like the way that you were taught manners or something is is regular right and wrong is that what you're saying is to me is like my perspective of what would be right and wrong right. correct okay. and that has nothing to do with my morals that is true okay that has nothing to do with it right no yeah but i also think on a like the true definition of right or wrong it, the, the two don't even apply i agree um but i don't know I mean, I, I, I would love to just talk about this specific thing for forever because it, it, I, no one you, can really prove anything. Right. And, and it, it's so interesting. And what if you have like a chemical imbalance in your head and all of a sudden everything that you think is wrong is not? Or is right. vice versa? Or whatever. Right. And like, like a sociopath's perspective. They have no feeling for any other people. Is there something, and because that's the way that they are, does that, does that change that they're right or wrong? When they don't think it's wrong. Right, but that's their right and wrong, right? It has nothing to do with morals because you're taught. Yeah, so who knows if there is this actual thing floating out there that is an absolute. Who knows? <laughs> Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I remember a long days at the bar like this. I, I just love this kind of stuff. You and Bob. That's all I had to hear about. Yeah. Um, man, I need, to, I need to get a hold of him and interview him soon. Oh, that would be a good one. Oh, yeah. He was originally going to be one of the first, first people that I interviewed. It just hasn't happened. And he, I haven't seen him in a while. 
So you should go to the golf course. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he's golfing. Really? Yeah. No, no, he's he. He doesn't move as well as he used to. I just saw him not that long ago. When was I last here? I don't know. I didn't see him. Oh, yeah. Because <clears throat> we spent all day at the bar. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Anyway. All right. Well, into the next question about hierarchy. Um, what Do you have an opinion about the natural hierarchical order of humanity? Or what do you think about it? Do you think about it? Do I don't. you care? Um, no, I really don't. <laughs> really? I think a part of me does, but I just... I don't know. Tell me your opinion. Because I fought it for a really long time and think about it every time I walk. <clears throat> I think that there is a natural hierarchy with human beings. Like, bio, like when you think of, like... Biology is like science. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I agree. I think that there are. Um, I mean, if that's the way that we're talking about this. Um, but I, I know that's not how you want to. But I think that's when I think of it. There's two different perspectives, right? You've got like the philosophical side, right, and then you've got the science, like the actual fact side. Like there is a hierarchy. I guess. Um, it, it it totally just depends on the way that you. Because hierarchy has to do with a level. Right. Levels of... Yeah. Um, I don't know what you, if you want to call it superiority. I think, I think that is the thing that has to be defined in order to talk about a hierarchy. Okay. Because... Mm-hmm. And that's, that's also why I said natural, because what does that mean? Um, that's and, true. And... Um, Like with with other creatures, like there's a hierarchy. Yeah, but it, it it almost primarily has to do with power, right? Right, of course. But when and you... is that the case with us? I mean, it can't be because um, power doesn't because of technology and because of the way that right. things go now and our intellectual capabilities. Power is only just one little facet of the hierarchy, and until we don't ha- we can't use our intellect and technology anymore it's not going to have much value I agree. power mm-hmm. um, but then <laughs> money is like a huge part of it as well right like finances has a lot to do with hierarchy and i don't know if that's a natural thing um, i mean i try to but fi- but it isn't natural <clears throat> money is something that we've created yeah clearly but if there wasn't what we have is currency and money, would there be like a natural occurrence of something by obtaining this thing that all of a sudden that is like the what current. holds value? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I brought up in other uh, podcasts, the, the Lord of the Flies, because when, like, have you read the book? Like 15 years yeah. ago. Well, yeah. it, so, so, so they, they realized that they needed to create fire in order to get certain things done. And the only way that they knew how to create fire was from Peggy's glasses that could, oh, right. eat, okay. they could you know. So whoever held, like, the glasses really had, had the power at that point. Mm-hmm. But then the other, the other uh, kids, they, they were using, like, mob mentality and might as, like, being the ones with the power. But 
what it really came down to in the long run is if you could cook food or whatever, then that would, that would be helpful. So, in, like in that case, they happen to have the glasses and that is the thing with a value. Wouldn't in, I don't know, cavemen or something before they had currency, was, wouldn't there be something that was, that was that right. power? Um, but then that would create a natural hierarchy, I guess. But that's what money is. Not just money, though. Well, right. I mean, yeah. So, right. Like, I mean, at, at one point it wasn't money. It was like owning land. Or it, but, obviously oh, right. there's a lot of evolution wow. of what holds worth and value. And I think that in and of itself is, is proof that there is like a natural hierarchy with humans. But <clears throat> the reason that I ask the question is more, more about like... Um, race and gender right when it's so but when you even like and i don't think with i think with race i don't think there's one for depending on your culture right and that that would be what would make it natural to you is how you naturally grew up evolved all of that and what your culture is wherever you're at that's natural to you so that's like a tribal hierarchy right um and then when you get to gender, I do I think there is one. I think we, as a culture, have made make it or make not have one or don't have one. I think it just depends on your culture, um, and what your perception is. Again, because to me, sometimes there is a hierarchy, but sometimes there isn't. It, I. I struggle with that because as a woman, you struggle with that just in culture every single day. When you walk into anywhere um, in a certain culture, I'm not treated as well or as high as a man. And that's just the cultural, natural perception of what a hierarchy is. I don't think that the cultural perception and natural are the same thing. But... Isn't natural whatever is what you're born with or what na- is your part of your path? Oh. <clears throat> well, I don't know. I mean, I, that's, Isn't that that's the reason that I, I worded it like this so that there can be all sorts of answers. Um, I don't think because my culture has evolved into a place where men are in positions of power more than women are that all then that means that the natural hierarchy of of people is men on top why why can't it change why can't the natural hierarchy change in your scenario because i'm not saying and just like i said it's not always a man it just so happens to sometimes in certain cultures or certain situations be a man but in certain situations a woman is higher so it, I think that changes based on what you believe as a human being and a lot of what, who you are is your culture. But that doesn't necessarily define you or what natural is to you. Yeah, Can't be the same true. thing to me. I, I guess. Um, well... I guess that is an opinion, isn't it? And that's what the question is. Um, 
I, I don't have a, a, a response to that because yeah that's I guess that's true um, I do think that there really is like a, a definitive natural thing but what you're saying is one way of interpreting natural alright good enough <laughs> I don't know I mean it doesn't seem like you want to talk about it more so I, I'm, I'm okay with ending it there Okay. If that's what you want to do. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, I like that. I, but I, you definitely, you did say, like, and as per our culture, you, you feel as a woman that you're in, um, not in the same position as a man in many cases. In, yeah, just, in many cases, but then there are many cases where is if a woman, if I was more dominant or whatever the scenario happened to be, if I was at the doctor's office, but mm -hmm. it was the woman who was always in charge. And so then you are higher when you think of it. So yeah, it, it isn't always. You mean just in a, any particular doctor's situation. office where the doctor is a woman? No. Is that what you mean? No, 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 no. Every time you would go to the doctor's office, it was all... They always asked a woman, even if you, or me at least, even if I was with a man, the question, even if it was about him, it was, as a woman, I was asked that question. What? For years. Yeah, for years. Anytime I went to the doctor's office with my ex-husband in Chicago, and we went a lot, he had cancer, they would ask me questions about him with him right there. Mm-hmm. But then, but then, like we would go down the street and talk to someone else, and just because they're that's what they thought, or maybe that's their culture. I can't. I don't. Who knows? That's really interesting. You've never noticed that, or like when you go into the bank, like he was always addressed first. Even if I had the slip, he was addressed first. I don't think that I have enough situations that I can think about that well like we, we bought two houses together and so like every time in even if I talked it was it's a cultural thing I think and you just as a weren't woman deal just, with it weren't you just offended sometimes but then like <clears throat> I'm I mean how can you be offended if someone doesn't know something or that's just how they are some people are I, no, just, that's exactly the way that we should think, but that's not the way that I naturally think. I agree, but as I get older, I think like if it's not going to matter in 30 days, who the hell cares if he's an asshole? And I'm offended. That is a great perspective. Hmm. All right. Um, dang, we're just blowing right through this, aren't we? Uh, well, it's the last question, Amy. Did you Google it? No. <laughs> What's your theme song? Brennan. That's not a theme song. I didn't have time to Google this one. Um, no, I don't have one. That's it? Crazy Bitch? <laughs> I've heard Crazy Bitch. Is that a song? Yes. Um, I don't know. But I'm not no, familiar with that song. Don't, don't Google it. It's not a good song. Um, but no, I think... I just... I'm, I, I'm just a simple person and I don't... I 
don't want to... I don't think that you're a simple person. You, you keep saying stuff like that, but everything that you've just talked about proves that you're not a simple person. Mm. But so when I think about that, like when I think theme songs, like I don't, I, I don't have one. There isn't one that, because it isn't written. Oh. There you ah. go. There you go. Well, I'm not done yet. That is a good answer. It is, because it isn't, right? When I think about my path, if you think about the astrology part, or you think about not even having that, mm -hmm. I mean... I'm writing and making my choices as it goes. Mm -hmm. And continuing to make a song. And when I'm dead, someone can name it. Hey, right on. I, that's cool. Okay. What's your theme song? I don't have one either. No, I, I, the main reason that I asked this question is because I love music. And I love just hearing how music um, hits people in different ways and what, you know, what songs do that. And, and it completely, it changes for me. On, you know, I could probably think that on one day, one song is like totally me, resonates with me and the next it's not. It just could be a mood swing or who knows what's happening in my life at that time. But That's why I don't have, I, I, I say that I don't have one particularly, but and it's just because I love music too much. I don't want to, like, say, this is it. This is the song that defines me. But why would you let a song define you? I don't know. Why, like... I'm not saying that... The, or I'm, why I'm do not you saying that, that I would let the song define me. I was saying that, oh my gosh, they wrote this song and it's, like, everything that I believe and what I feel. That's more what I would say. But did, but like when you think about the theme song, that's telling you how you think and feel for your life. Yeah, I mean. But like you're just making that decision for the rest of your life. No. Committal. Commitment issues. No, I obviously you could have a different theme song every single year. Or but, whenever you choose, like every single day like you. Correct, yeah. So I just think, I just thought this, the question would be fun and <laughs> to hear what I and so and I'm I'm I mean I listen to music all the time but I don't have oh, I do have one. Oh, do you? Brennan or for today anyway you do? No. You can't play it. For your question. I, but it's I got like copyright. I got, I got to google the name of the song so hold on. Oh, okay. Cuz I only know the lyrics <clears throat> and it could be actually the name of the song. No, I get it. Oh. Um but did you find it? All about that bass. All about the bass. Are you kidding? The Megan Trainer song? Oh yes, yes, yes. That's my theme song for the day. All about the bass. About the bass, no treble. That's my theme song for the day. You do know what that song's about, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> theme song of the day. Good. That is a great one. Cool. Alright. Well that wraps it up. That was that fast. I don't. I'm not in. It actually wasn't that fast. No, it's a. I, I. It just. It felt like it flew by. And like, cause I'm. I don't know. I'm not. It was very good. I appreciate all of your input. Thank you for doing this. It was fun.